What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Mad Talk Sports, episode number five. Uh, my name is Drake. You can call me Big Draco. And this is Joe, a.k.a. Mopey Seeker. Joe, what do we got for him today? Well, we're going to talk about last week and the conclusion to the NFL regular season. So we'll kind of see where we were right, where we were very sadly wrong. We're going to talk about that. But, you know, really now that we've reached the the end point here, we're going to focus a lot on handing out awards, our awards here, and then really going into the, the playoffs themselves. We're going to pick every game and talk about every game for this week for Super Wild Card Weekend. And we're actually going to also give our Super Bowl picks. So early sneak peek as well as seeing everything that's that's to come and that has passed already. Yeah, definitely. So let's just get right into the heartbreak that me and you suffered this week. Uh, both of the Steelers and the Packers missed the playoffs. Um, we both were wrong. Obviously, those were our picks. Um, and we both barely missed it. We both barely missed the playoffs, man. Yes, um, I'm sad. <laughs> That's really all I can say. Uh, Packers broke my heart. Should be used to it. Usually, I wait a couple of a couple more weeks before it comes to fruition. But it came, and it was a roller coaster of a year for the Packers. You know, we're we showed ourselves to be closer to the that four and eight team than we were to how we looked against the Vikings, but. You know, that's that's the way it goes sometimes. You know, we're we're so blessed as Packers and Steelers fans in general. So can't feel too sorry for us, but obviously some heartbreak there. And, and you always root for your picks too, you know, regardless if it's your your home team or not. Yeah. I was definitely heartbroken because it we did what we could do. We ended the season strong. Uh, we won, beat the Browns like we needed to. And that your pick, man, Miami had to just go and make it. They had to just we, – we couldn't rely on Joe Flacco, man. Our fate lied in the hands of Joe Flacco, and he let us down. Um, typical uh, little rivalry there. And I think he did it on purpose, and I'm very upset about it. And I'm very upset that you were right that Miami had to make it. But at least we both were right on the Jags. That was – um good i was a little nerve-wrecked the whole game there yeah jags ultimately pulled it out with a couple of special plays on defense trevor lawrence didn't play all that great and in fact he looked pretty nervous and shaky in general but the jags pulled through because you know exactly why we couldn't trust in the titans they you know they they had no offense outside of henry and you know speaking of no offense that jets dolphins game talk about a suck bowl like that was just <laughs> That was just bad. It was like, who's gonna win this? Who's gonna win this really awful matchup? And the Dolphins stumbled their way into a W there and stumble into the playoffs without, uh, without Tua. So you know, congratulations, I suppose. But <laughs> you know, I guess that's that's what happens. You know, Joe Flacco is you. You said did it on purpose. I don't know if he rolls out of bed and says, "I'm gonna go play." poor quarterback play i think that just kind of comes with the territory now at this point in his career at least you know he used to be uh respectable and obviously a winner but yeah hearts were broken you know we were both right about the jags which was nice and uh, i was able to hit on my my dolphins pick even though i wasn't too confident in it so i can't you know i can't boast my chest on that one that was more so me sticking to my guns than true analysis there and obviously the Packers missing out, you know, I was wrong and the Lions missing out, you were wrong. And 
the Seahawks, who we both wrote off. They're, yeah. They they stumbled their way their way in. So you know, hats off to them. Uh, I, again, I, I suppose like these seven seeds aren't very strong this year. No, and it's I just they're both bad, and they're both gonna go in and be a first round exit. And oh, we gotta save the picks. You're uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. But it's just the wrong teams made it, and I was wrong about the Lions, but. I was right that the Packers were going to miss. And just seeing and hearing the heartbreak you were going through, um, it's mean, but it really brought a little bit of joy to me and made it up to me that uh, the Steelers lost. But, you know, I'm sorry about that. But, you know, it's the Packers. And what can I say? I'm always going to hate on them, and I'm always going to root against them. But it just brought me a lot of joy listening to you very upset that they lost well from this point on this will now be the joe show drake is gone for rubbing it in (laughs) (laughs) no but um yeah the packers obviously just just total heartbreak there and yeah the silver lining for me is that they saved me some embarrassment because you know looking at this playoff bracket i definitely would have been you know giving them a little run to at least the nfc championship game so maybe i've got a better shot in being right about my uh, my bracket here overall i did pretty well on my picks outside of the packers so maybe when i'm not looking at my home team is when i can provide the the, the truest insights so there's there's a silver lining to to the heartbreak but let's uh you know enough with the teams that didn't make it their season is over they are now on the clock and you know, looking at the draft, looking at the offseason, a lot of questions with both of those teams. And obviously Rodgers and the Packers have huge questions, but that we'll save that for a later date. This is this is about recapping the the highlights of this NFL season and then diving into the best time of year, the NFL playoffs. Yeah. And we're gonna get right into the player awards, but before we do that, um I do since you're talking about a little about the future and everything, um I do want to drop a bombshell on you that episode one, you claimed that Jordan Love was going to the Jets, but Mike before was just fired. So I saw gotta, that. Got to debunk your um, your theory there. And I think he's going to be stuck with you guys once Rodgers retires. So that's okay with me. Just wanted to mention that, that, because like I said, week one, you Jordan Love to the Jets, but Michael Ford is gone, so doesn't have any ties there anymore. So, yeah, but... the, the odds just fell apart for for that happening. But hey, you never know. Just like me sticking with the Dolphins, I'll stick with that one too. <laughs> well, let's um, let's get right into our picks for the 2023-22-23 season uh, player awards, and let's start off with the comeback of the year. Do you want to give? Give your your comeback player first, or do you want me to go? I think we're going to be on the same page regardless. So you go ahead and give yours for the comeback player of the year. It's it's definitely hands down, uh, Geno Smith. Um, I'm I'm here for the Geno story, man. Uh, comeback player of the year. I I do have want to give an honorable mention. Shout out to Saquon because. If the Seahawks wouldn't have made the playoffs, I think Saquon would have been my pick. But just battling back from the injuries that he's been having, and he had a great season this year. But I do want to stick with my pick, uh, Geno Smith. Definitely 
uh, my pick for the comeback player of the year. He started off with the Jets. You know, he was bad. Didn't play well last year. Didn't overcome an injury, a huge injury like Saquon. But he's let me tell you why. He's my comeback player of the year. And it's simple. They wrote him off, and he did not write back. After a bad start to his career, had some injuries, couldn't stay away from really throwing the picks, couldn't win. Just looked like he was going to be an okay backup for the rest of his career. But, you know, he he proved that wrong. And once the Seahawks traded Russ, and it was Geno or Locke, everybody picked Locke to be the starter. Then Geno was named the starter. And the Seahawks were written off completely. They were going to be the worst team in the league this year. Um, they made a bad decision. Drew Locke was going to start. You know, they were calling for him. And, and Geno started... You know, very strong, um, led them to a very impressive first half of the season. And now they made the playoffs, and he he led them there. Like I said, I'm here for the Geno Smith story. Uh, I'm here for the comeback. And just a little thing, a little side note, he finished fifth best fantasy quarterback behind the likes of Mahomes and Allen, which, you know, you, you look at the flip-flop of it, and you got – you trade the Seahawks, you trade Russ, and you, you, you go with Geno Smith, and – and look where the, the Broncos are and look how Russ has been playing and look how Geno's playing. Yeah, absolutely. There's not a there's not a ton to add there. I don't know if I would have pulled the fantasy route for highlighting his his season, but that's you know, it's one metric. It shows he put up numbers, which you know is certainly what he did. And yeah, that's my pick too. It's Geno. It's it's gotta be Geno. And I know there's a lot of talk on if he should be qualified because you know he wasn't injured or anything like that. His comeback was even greater. He came back from irrelevance. He came back from the 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 heap of quarterbacks labeled as busts that were drafted in the first and second round. So that was, you know, that was a great comeback in and of itself. And, you know, that the Seahawks moving on from Russell Wilson, you know, bringing in Drew Locke for just taking a flyer on him. Uh, personally, I didn't have high hopes for Geno. I thought at the least he would be their starter because I'm not a believer in Drew Locke at all. But He's blown away any expectation for for essentially anyone. Really, you know, you you said it best. You know, he was written off and he didn't write back. He said it best first, and you know, you touched on it earlier. It's it's Gino. Really, there's not a whole lot to add there. Saquon is is not a bad number two, and I don't really have anyone that I would list in the conversation besides those two. Maybe McCaffrey, but I think it's it's Gino all the way. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, with the injury. Like you said, he didn't have that injury like Saquon did, which, you know, typically wouldn't put him there. But like you said, he came back from irrelevancy and just played pretty good, played way better than anybody's standards for him. And, yeah, it's it's Geno. Um, like I said, Saquon wouldn't be a bad pick, but just because he came back from the injury and he's had injuries for his whole career, battled them and, and played a great season this year, but it, it it's Gino. It's 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 Gino. <laughs> enough um, said. Yeah, definitely enough said. What about uh? Let's go into to coach of the year. Uh, you you go ahead and start off that. Uh, I feel like we're gonna go different routes here, but let's hear who your coach of the year is. Well, this year there's actually you know a few really really solid options out there. You know, depending. You know, I, I mean, now that I kind of look at the at the playoff bracket on my my notes here too, like I'm even there's even more options than I originally thought. Like I want to give an honorable mention real quick to Doug Peterson for 
know, the Jags going from the number one overall pick back to back years to division champs, you know, hats off there. But personally, I gotta, I gotta give that award on my end to Kyle Shanahan. Like, look at, look at the 49ers. They ended the season on a, I want to say a 10 game win streak. Obviously they went through about as bad of luck as you can have of injuries at the quarterback position. You know, you're, you're, uh, your prodigy that you traded the farm for to draft number three goes down with an injury early on. Jimmy Garoppolo, all reliable, goes down with an injury. You have to turn to mystery relevant Brock Purdy, a rookie quarterback, and you not only do you look solid, but you don't miss a beat, and you look like perhaps the hottest team in football, the most complete team in football, and and certainly a huge credit to Shanahan because really he ca- he catered the offense to each of those individual quarterbacks and their strengths. The Diversity and the malleability that he has as a coach and his play style or his uh his coaching style and the play style he creates is certainly something that deserves a huge tip of the cap. I feel like so often we look for the harder to you know, we look for not the obvious choice, but in this case I have to go with the the obvious choice for me. That's it's a good pick. Um definitely the Niners have done great things this year given the circumstances, especially. And you know I love uh, Shanahan. I love his offense. I love his scheme. It really sets up anybody to be successful, I think. And it's, yeah, it's it's not a bad pick. It's not my pick. Personally, um, you know, everybody goes for the coaches who have won the most and and shown and made the playoffs and shown that their team is good. But – my pick really is is Dan Campbell. Um, I've I've talked about him a lot. I talk about him a lot, but I'm here for the Dan Campbell story as well. Um, you know, last year the Lions really couldn't figure out how to win games. They were they were in games, but they couldn't win them. You know, they were thirteen three and thirteen, and and they had the tie sadly, but um, they were bottom of the NFC North. You know, but they had something to build off of, and I definitely. It started with Dan Campbell. Um, this year they were in the playoff hunt. Geno Smith obviously kicked them out, but you know they found a way this year to win games and and be competitive. They went for it on fourth downs most the most in the league this year. They were just they're aggressive, they're flashy. They come up with different ways to win, different plays. Really, you you never know what they're gonna throw at you either. And I think next year they're gonna take. The next step, make the playoffs. Um, I'm definitely here for the Dan Campbell story, and I think Dan Campbell should be the coach of the year this year. I hear you, and I don't really have anything negative that I can say about Dan Campbell. Like, you know, obviously you, you'd want your pick to to make the playoffs for, for what really counts, but what he's done for, for that culture in that locker room, you you can't knock it. So he's he's not at the top of my list. I mean, he's certainly someone that I would, you know, be open to being in the discussion. So I can't, I can't really dog on you for, for that pick again. He's not, he's not mine nor my runner up, but you could certainly make a case that, of what he's done and, and just the feel to, to what he's done to, even if the results aren't to the exact height that you want to see for, for the lions, a winning season in and of itself, sweeping the Packers and, you know, going above 500 is just, it, it, it's solid. It's its really something to build upon. So he very well might be in that conversation next year. Like he might be someone we talk about at this time in a full calendar year. So we'll see there. I don't, I don't agree for this year, but I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, definitely. I, I hear you. Like I said, you know, uh, you want him to make the playoffs, but 
I just, like I said, I just think that the absolute turnaround and actually figuring out how to win games this year, which they couldn't do last year, um, is kind of just what what has them as as my pick this year. But how about the offensive rookie of the year? We got that award too. Um, personally, mine would be Kenneth Walker. Um, really stepped in after after Chris Carson got hurt. Gave the Seahawks a run game. Uh, Carson wasn't that guy. I'm sorry. I don't. I wasn't a believer in, in the Chris Carson experiment. Uh, Walker, you know, looked looked good. He looked very impressive. Showed a lot of speed, explosiveness. He had like nine touchdowns. Um, like I said, just gave the Seahawks a running game. He had a thousand yard season, and he was a backup. I believe he had like 13 carries the first four weeks, and still finished with a thousand yards and nine touchdowns. So. Personally, Kenneth Walker, Offensive Rookie of the Year for me. How about you? Let's go Seahawks, I guess. I'm also going Kenneth Walker. That was that, He's been at the top of my list. You know, He went down for injury, so there was a chance someone else might sneak in there. But you know, really since midseason and beyond after, after uh, Brees Hall went down, it seemed like it was a Kenneth Walker race. And he, you know, he's that spark plug. He's like you said, he, he gives them another element and he looks like he might be the next special back in the league, but just looking at the production, I got to go with another Seahawk there for, for that offensive rookie of the year there. So I'm, I'm right with you. Which is crazy. Cause you have comeback player of the year for our votes. You have comeback player of the year and the offensive rookie of the year. And like on a, on a team that was, was so ready to be the worst team in the league. So, you know, that's good for them. Um, I am excited to see Kenneth Walker's future, you know, sad that Brees Hall and, and Pierce had to go down with injury because they would have been right in that conversation as well. So Right. Um, so let's flip to the other side of the ball. Keep talking about rookies. We got the defensive rookie of the year. This one I see as a, a hands down lock. Um, but let's let's hear your pick. I feel like I know which way you're going, and I don't think we're gonna agree because Call it a hat trick. I'm going with another Seahawk here with the defensive back, Tariq Woolen. I, I really liked what he brought to the, the defensive backfield in, in Seattle. It really gave that, you know, that defensive spark, kind of similar to Kenneth Walker. You know, the he obviously had the uh, the interceptions. He got a lot of comparisons to the the old Legion of Boom days for Seattle with that legendary defense, namely Richard Sherman. Um, I don't see a ton of, ton of similarities as far as their game style, but I, I certainly like the swagger that he plays with. He looks like he's really going to be one of those next elite-level defensive backs in the league, and I really liked what he put on the field this year. So I don't know if the stats fully reflect it, but from eye test, that's that's who I'm going to go with. I can respect it. I can respect it. But like I said, I think it's a solid hands-down lock that, that Sauce Gardner is, is – defensive rookie of the year statistically if you want to get in to some stats here sauce was the best cornerback in the league as a rookie not the best rookie cornerback not the best cornerback on his team he was statistically the best cornerback in the league he ranked first in nfl coverage first in catch percentage allowed First overall pass breakups among cornerbacks with at least 30 coverage snaps. Um, third in opposing passer ratings. Third in yards after catch. Third in yards allowed. Fourth in catches allowed. Had two picks. Um, 
and you want to talk about like the eye test, I think that you know Sauce Gardner looks plays, looks and plays the part. He's he's very humble, but he knows how good he is. And uh, yeah, I I think you know you you have a good pick. You're on the Seahawks train a little bit, um, but I guess so. I I definitely it's respectable, but you know Sauce Gardner is just. I think he's not on a different level, man, and I and I think that's, you know, the he's he's gonna be the future of of cornerbacks. Personally, right. is what I think, and and that's that's got to be my pick. Yeah, that's that's fair. And if you're telling me best player, I, I'd take I'd take Sauce Gardner all day. So you know, there's you know, there's certainly the argument there, and you listed off some of those you know some of those more advanced stats as well. So there's again, there's certainly a point to be made for for Sauce, and that that may as well be be the favorite. Do you? Do you think of Aiden Hutchinson at all when you kind of think about defensive rookie of the year? Is that someone that entered your mind? Um, it did. It did. And then I just started looking into like how Sauce was like the best cornerback in the league statistically. Um, and then it, it kind of just put it over the edge. But Hutchinson is was definitely up there when I was, you know, thinking about who my pick was. Uh, so, yeah. Fair enough. Well, now let's let's get off of the rookies and kind of talk about the the big bucks, the the box the box office tickets for for the real big awards in the league. Uh, yeah, offensive player of the year, easily. Well, it's not easy, but it, it's 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 Justin Jefferson. You know, um, he was the best best receiver in the league this season, right? You know. He was the big reason for the Vikings' fraudulent success, but led the league in receptions and yards, and he just took that. He took a big step this year. He was in the MVP talk, which he shouldn't have been, but I, I definitely do see him winning Offensive Player of the Year. And it's not it, – this was a little, I guess, difficult for me because, you know, I like Tyreek Hill and I wanted to put Tyreek Hill there. But but it's Justin Jefferson for me. I didn't know this, but I'm pretty sure Tyreek Hill is actually the betting favorite to win the award, which I was pretty shocked because I'm I'm in the same boat as you. I think it's hands down Justin Jefferson. Like I think, you know, for for everything he put out on the field this season, again, you know, I believe he he led the league in in catches in in yards, not the touchdowns, but having those two things and just being that explosive and that impactful for for that team, he he may as well be the difference between the the Vikings being a thirteen win team versus being more like a nine or eight win team. So he's he's certainly who I would go. I, I can hear the the Tyreek conversation, but I I personally feel like it's Jefferson, and I I don't think it's all that close. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know. At all, actually, that Tyreek was the betting favorite because I would assume that, you know, with even just all the hype that he got all year from the media and, and everything, that Justin Jefferson would have easily been the the, the betting favorite. So um, if I were to bet, I'd bet on Justin Jefferson if, if, if Tyreek Hill is the, the betting favorite there. I'm sure it depends on what platform. So I don't want to name drop which one I saw it on, but – uh, maybe check the the platforms. They might all have different favorites in all honesty. So something to keep an eye on if you are someone who wants to bet on those types of awards. Just remember they are awards. They're not your personal opinion on who the you know the best offensive player in the league is. But so far we're actually, you know, we have the same 
uh, offense player of the year. We've got the same comeback player of the year and same offensive rookie of the year. So we're in alignment a little bit here. That's, that's three of the, the seven big ticket awards. Let's, let's finish off with the last two and see if we agree on more than half. Yeah. So, I mean, how about kind of went there with the offensive side and what do you got for, for defense? I know you're a defensive guy. So, so who's your, your defensive player of the year this year? Defense, defense. It's Nick Bosa, best defense in the league, the San Francisco 49ers, and he is arguably the best defensive player in the league with how he just wrecks games, how he gets after the quarterback, how he is still a, a menace and a, a real prob- problem in the run game. He's he's really that cornerstone that that allows a lot of what the Niners do to tick because you can't teach just – or you can't replace just an excellent – cornerstone pass rusher so for me it's Nick Bosa I maybe early in the year it might have been Micah Parsons for me but with how the season folded or unfolded it has to be Nick Bosa yeah definitely uh, you know can't can't say anything to that um it's it's Nick Bosa and my runner-up you know gotta show love uh get out it's Patrick <laughs> <Think of> Fitzpatrick <laughs> definitely is my runner-up there um just had a great season but yeah Bosa it's just so insane to watch him play it's like he's not even trying it's like watching TJ Watt in a in a red jersey um okay <laughs> led the league in in sacks and I got a little another he, he's been consistent he's the reason the Niners defense is so good just one of the best defensive players overall in the league like you said um and I got another little little stat for you since he also led the league in QB hits and since QB hits started being tracked in 2006 only three other players have had 15 sacks and 30 plus 15 plus sacks and 30 plus QB hits JJ Watt in 2012 Aaron Donald in 2018 and TJ Watt in 2021 and what do they all have in common they won defensive player of the year that season so depoy Nick Bosa, um, for sure. So another one that we agree on, man. That's four out of six. This is just not, you know, fun. Uh, I know. Maybe we can disagree on the MVP because if you say anything but the correct (laughs) name, if you, I swear to God, it is. Oh man, I'm not. You know, it's just so hard. I wanted to so bad. I just, I wanted to. I wanted to give. The Joe Burrow argument. I wanted to give the Jalen Hurts argument, but it's so hard to argue anyone other than Patrick Mahomes should win the award now that we've seen the totality of the regular season. It's just, it's, the, it's Patrick Mahomes. There's just, there's no other choice. And maybe if Jalen Hurts didn't miss the games, like maybe there that would have been an argument and. And that would have been something I could I could back up, but Mahomes had a crazy year, led the NFL in passing yards and touchdowns and QBR, and you know tied for the best record, had the number one seed in the AFC, uh, Kansas City offense led the led the league in the scoring offense without one of the most electric players in the league, and everybody was so ready to see if Mahomes was going to decline or are the Chiefs going to be that good, and they dominated, and we just seen Patrick Mahomes get better, so. Yeah, I'm going to – it's Patrick Mahomes. 
Patrick Mahomes has to be, you know, tied for the best record in the league, like you said, without Tyreek Hill and, you know, without the the guys they brought in for for key stretches. Like, you know, obviously, Miko Hardman missed time. Juju missed some time as well. And I want to say Sky Moore, the rookie, uh, was, you know, missed a couple of games, if, if I'm not mistaken. But regardless, he was able to have sustained success regardless of who was out there. Obviously, he's always got Kelsey, so it's not like the cupboard's bare. Let's not overstate things but you know he had an excellent season 50 5200 yards 40 something touchdowns i want to say 10 to 12 picks so pretty much a four to one ratio there that's that's a textbook mvp season i wouldn't put it up there in like top five or top 10 qb seasons ever but it's certainly the best of this season and, and certainly warrants him adding another piece of hardware to to his his award shelf or he's going to need a room soon because he's he's still young and you know, even though he's 27 years old and the oldest quarterback in the AFC playoffs, shocking but true, even with that, he's still got the best yet ahead of him for for collecting more hardware. Yeah, definitely. It's a very early, very early prediction, but I see just with the talent and the accolades and what he could and, you know, could win, I, I definitely see Patrick Mahomes going down as, as one of, if not the greatest quarterback of all time. Yep, he's on pace, and like I kind of, I think I said this one the week you were out. I said if we, if I put together a top ten QB list of all time, I think he's already on there. Probably you know much closer to ten because obviously longevity matters and a collection of, of successes. But as it stands already, he's already in in that top top ten for for me, and he's only going to climb. He's he's certainly got you know top two potential and maybe top two not two. So. Certainly something that we'll we'll get to see in full display for the the next decade plus here if we're you know if everything goes well. But he let let's give him his second MVP award. Congrats. Good job, Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Um he's definitely got it. He's gonna win more than Aaron Rodgers. Um, but why do you gotta do that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to. But you know. We're pretty on on pace with our player awards. Five out of seven. Um, definitely, I think we we had some solid picks. There, there's there's some. I don't even know. Like if there's some some really outrageous ones in there, maybe my my Dan Campbell pick. But yeah, you know, it's just it's. It, it, I had to pull on the hard strings a little bit there, you know. Um, but yeah, so now that we got that out of the way. It's, Dive a little bit into the playoffs. Um, something I do want to do uh, with you is is kind of give our our power rankings. I don't really want to go into depth with it. I just want to give a nice little list out of our our power rankings of playoff teams going in to the playoffs and and seeing where we where we stand there, and then we can get into our picks. Bottom up or top bottom? However you want to do it. Let's go. We can go bottom up. More, bottom more exciting. Up. Let's let's get the 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 no names out of the way. The teams that we're not going to be talking about for much longer. Number fourteen on the twenty twenty two to twenty twenty three NFL playoff power rankings is the Miami Dolphins. Unfortunately, they are left toothless without their starter or backup quarterback. And I originally was going to have one spot up, but then I saw officially that Tua was out. So once that glimmer was gone, I had to knock them down to the bottom. So I'm. Um... I'm definitely with you. I had him. I had him 13, 
and I had my current 13th spot at 14, but my 13th spot, I got the Seahawks. I have the Seahawks as number 13, Dolphins as number 14. Um, you know, great story, everything, but but come on, they play the Niners, they got no chance. Um, so I got the Seahawks at, at 13. I have the same thing there. We're we're on the same page here. What is going on? <laughs> I think twelve is gonna gonna change it a little bit because because I oh, got Lord. a I, I got a wild one at twelve. I think I already know what it is. <laughs> Go ahead. Who's your who's sitting at your twelve? Um, for me, it's the Ravens. Without now that Lamar is you know confirmed suspected or even confirmed, it might have been that he's out. They're another toothless offense. That defense is still legit, but the offense struggles to to reach more than. 15 points so there i have to leave them there because you need more than that to to win in playoff games so number 12 for me baltimore ravens number 12 for me another purple team minnesota vikings <laughs> wow. i got the minnesota vikings down at 12 man um i just you know uh below we'll the talk, ravens yeah we'll talk it's it's not much i got i got the ravens at 11 i wow. don't want to talk talk much about the vikings but because uh, we'll get into it when we get our picks, but I got the Ravens at 11. Disrespectful, Drake. The Vikings won 13 games. How dare <laughs> you have them ranked 12? <laughs> Man. No, I mean, I hear you. My, um, They're coming up for me, too. I've got at 11, I've got the the Giants, and then neck and neck with them at 10, I've got the Vikings. So we're we're on the same path there. Okay, so we got Dolphins, Seahawks, Ravens, Vikings, Giants. Okay, hang on. Who's your 11? I think that's where you're Okay, at. okay, I'm at 11. All right, I got the Ravens at 11, and then I got the Giants at 10. All right, we got the same bottom five. Yeah, bottom yeah. five. Yep, well, yep, because you got Vikings at 10? Yep. Okay, yeah, so we got same bottom five. Um, So we got top 10 teams, right? My number nine, I got the Bucks. Agreed. <laughs> Easy. Uh, number eight, I have the Cowboys. Okay, a little different. Uh, at number eight is where I'm clocking in the the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, so I got I got the Jags right above that at seven. Okay, my seven is their opponent, the the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay, so then <laughs> I got the Chargers at six. <laughs> We're we're on you know we're we're not exactly in lockstep but we're kind of trading paces and my number six is the the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. I certainly give them a little bit more respect than you do, but not by a whole lot. Uh, I I would, but like I we'll talk about it again when we do our picks. I just I don't trust Dak, man. I just don't. Um. So now we're we're in the top five. Top five power teams going into the playoffs. At number five, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. Get out of my head. Move on. <laughs> well, we might, you know, four through four through one might might switch a little bit, but well, for four is where I've got the San Francisco four D Niners. Okay, <laughs> so uh, dad jokes aside, I got the Bills at four. Okay, well, this is I guess exactly where we're going to start seeing those differences in opinion. Number three is where I'm clocking in the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Wow. All right. Um, number three is where I got the 49ers. Mm, so our top two are entirely different or yeah. no? Well, one no, of one of them is the same. So number two is where I got Buffalo. 
okay. Uh, number two is where I got I got Cincinnati. That's where I got the Bengals. Wow, I have them number one. That's yeah. That's I Kansas City Chiefs is my number one power rankings going into the playoffs. Sure. So, so. wow. I would have never expected me to put the Bengals at one in a power rankings in the playoffs, me, but me either. I, I mean, their coach with their coach, you hate their coach. I do. I do. But I've actually grown a lot of respect for him, you know, for, you know, as a, as a motivational leader and as kind of just like a people like leader, like, and that's a huge thing. So X's and O's aside, like you can, you can win with that, you know? So uh, that's yeah, I definitely love the B- Bengals as far as power rankings are concerned, and I and I think from a on paper standpoint, I, I've got them the best. But let's let's see how things actually shake out because again, you know, football's not played on on paper. It's the it's the best sport in in the world. Just the the details matter so much. The best team doesn't always win. Heck, the second best team doesn't always win. Neither of them may even make it to the big dance, but. Let's let's start to dive in into specific games so we can give some analysis for the games too. Yeah, so so definitely um this week we're only gonna talk wild card predictions and then uh give our give our Super Bowl picks. Um so let's just start first game. First game of the of the week is gonna be Seahawks at 49ers. Um personally I think Seahawks are gonna comfortably win that game. Uh Seahawks? 27. No, uh, did I say Seahawks? You did. That's not what I meant at all. Whoa, you're riding you on off your toes. Keep it on your toes. Uh, 49ers are going to comfortably win that game uh, like they did back in week two. And uh, I got the 49ers 27-17. I'm on the same road as you, just a little further down. I got the Niners doubling up the Seahawks 34-17. They might be able to keep it close for a quarter or two, but the Niners just outclassed them. And – I, I don't see them overlooking the Seahawks either since it's a division foe. So normally division foe makes me nervous for the uh, the superior team. But for the Niners, I, I actually feel good about it. I, I think that's one of the locks. So, you know, you say that, but what's crazy is is we got a lot, a couple of division division foes in this um in this playoff series and I think with what we're saying is is all the the higher seeds are going to win most likely, but let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. But um, yeah, definitely got the 49ers. I think Brock Purdy is here to prove himself. I know you're you're not really sold on on Purdy yet, but you know since becoming as a starter, he's been first or tied for first in like every positive stat for quarterbacks. Um, he's undefeated. I think he's proving why he's gonna, he can be the starter there and or a starter anywhere. Uh, not anywhere, but you know what I mean? Like he's proving why he can be a starter in this league. And I think he's going to play well these playoffs, you know, their offensive and defensive juggernaut. So um, yeah, 49ers easily handle the Seahawks. Agreed. Not much to be said about that game. Um, Then we got Chargers and Chargers at Jags. This is a very, very hard one for me to choose. I kept going back and forth with that. I think this is the game of the week, the game of the the weekend here. I, I love this game. I, I went back and forth with it too, which is why it was so fun just to kind of think about. And, you know, some of the things that come to mind for, for me before, you know, we actually give our picks is what a great quarterback matchup. By far the best quarterback matchup in the first round between Herbert and Trevor Lawrence. Like, battle, they came from, go ahead. Battle of the flows, battle of the, battle of the hair, man, battle of the flows. 
it really, it really is. It's, it's sunshine and, and sunshine adjacent and it'll be fun to watch those two go at it, but also those, those defenses, since they got some nice players, I think it'll be fun to watch uh, Etienne and Eckler kind of go trade jabs on, on the, the ground game and catching passes as well. Some fun receivers um, overall for, for me, I'm going to give the nod to, to Justin Herbert and company. I, I think Herbert has got that, He's got those, he's kind of got like ice in his veins with, I don't know if that's the right way to phrase it because he hasn't really had to prove it, but I, I just know he's not going to buckle. That That's something I know for sure and that he's going to be electric regardless. And I, I like the Chargers in this one, 24-17. I think Trevor Lawrence has started to get a little tight the last couple of year, a uh, couple of weeks here now that there's some pressure and expectations on him. And I think their offense has looked sluggish at times. And I think that continues and the Chargers do just enough to to escape by a touchdown. Yeah, definitely. I'm with you. Um, like I said, hardest one for me to choose. Kept going back and forth. Um, it's it's going to be an exciting game, I think. We both got the Chargers scoring 24. We both got the Chargers winning. I think it's going to be a little closer. I think it's going to be a tight game, and I think the Chargers win 24 to 21. Um, very close game for me. It's, it's. I'm just excited that, like, this is the first of many Jag and Charger playoff appearances that we're going to see. Uh, it's going to be Justin Herbert's first playoff win. You know, it's 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 going to be a good game, good story. Um, I just, yeah, I don't really have much else to say besides, uh, I had hard, it was hard, but I, I have the Chargers winning 24, 21. Definitely the most fun game of the weekend. That's for sure. And then we got Miami at Buffalo. This is a big game, you know, just Buffalo is going to, going to do it for, for tomorrow. They got something to play for, uh, AFC East matchup, you know? Um, I got the Bills 31. Now, it wasn't this low of the score until I figured out that Tua was Tua was out. But I got I got the Bills 31-13. And with, now that Tua is out, Buffalo is now a 13 point favorite versus Miami. Um, and it was like a nine and a half with Tua playing, but. Being 13-point favorites, it's the largest point spread in history of wildcard weekend. And the previous one was like 12. Um, so basically with two others, I don't see there any chance. Uh, I think they, they score 13. Uh, if Bridgewater plays, I think they score 14. There you uh, go. But basically, I think they get six points off a, a botched Tyreek play and two field goals. Um, unless Bridgewater... It's, it's good to play. Then I think, you know, they'll score, like I said, they'll score 14 and Tyreek will have a botch play and, and Waddle will score as well. Um, but yeah, Buffalo 31 13 is, is my pick. Let me give you a sneak peek into what the topics are going to be in sports media next week. Did the NFL make a mistake adding a seventh team to each playoff bracket? Is there even a point to that? Are there seven teams in each conference that deserve to make the playoffs? Well, there's going to be some merit to that because the Bills are about to spank the Dolphins. 38 to 10 is the pick that I have. Again, they're they're left toothless without um, without Tua, and especially if they're without Teddy Bridgewater too. So even with those dynamic 
know, speedsters on the edge. Buffalo is going to come ready to, to take them down. Cause again, they're motivated. They got something to play for and it'll essentially be like a, a bye week to where you actually get out to go and, and practice some things that you want to do, but they're going to, they're going to put a, what it's a scrimmage in a way it's, it's going to be a, a scrimmage where you keep score. And that's, that's great for, for the bills. And they, it's going to be kind of like last year where they just, you know, owned the Patriots in the first round. It's, it's going to be that type of dominance. So I would, I would rush, you know, I'd run, not jog to, to the, to the betting line to take the bills, even with that largest point spread ever, which is kind of shocking to think about. Yeah, definitely. It was, um, when I seen that, I was like, Oh wow. 13 point favorites. That's yeah. That's, um, insane. Well, what Do about you have to know what what favorites they were against the Steelers earlier this year? Uh, stop. It was no, like I 16. Don't. Well, oh, yeah. But you know what? That was this year, right? Yep. Yeah, they won by like 30. Yep. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Why you got to bring that up? I'm talking about Bills spanking not great teams. Well, you know what? Let's talk about some other not great teams. Here. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about the next game. We got Giants at Vikings. What do you got? What do you got? <laughs> Um, we've, uh, I went back and forth with this one. How, what do you mean? How these two, again, these teams are made for each other. That's how we had them. I had them ranked 11 and 10 right next to each other in power rankings. The first time they played, it came down to a 60 yard field goal as time expired. And like I said, the other day, you know, it's one of those games to where it depends where the wind blows, but because they play in a dome, it depends where the AC vent blows and both these teams kind of blow, but I think I'm, I'm going to go with the Giants, and I know you're going to agree. I got Giants 23-20 in an ugly grinder where they win with a field goal at the end. The Vikings' streak of one-possession victories comes crumbling down in the playoffs. Who could have ever predicted such a, a wild turn of events? Giants 23-20. We are, like, really on pace here. So I got, I got Giants 24-21. Wow. Um, <laughs> you know, I got the thing to get revenge for that 61 yard field goal loss. Uh, we're going to see Mr. Typical Kirk Cousins. Uh, Vikings are going to prevail as the frauds that they are. And like I've said all year, uh, their first round exits, sticking to it. They're gone. They're done. Um, both of these teams, you know, do, they, they, I'll give the Vikings this. They they do what they need to do to win games, and and so do the Giants. But this week, the Giants are just going to do it better. Uh, this isn't going to be a one-possession game that the Vikings are going to win. Uh, so, yeah, I got Giants by – each team's going to score one more point than uh, you think, and I got them 24-21. I got to battle all the field goals for that for my game, I guess. So, we'll, we'll see. We're both kind of threading the needle with those picks. Yeah, so got another – divisional game that's, that's coming up next after that one and that's the Ravens and the Bengals you know um your powerhouse team and no Lamar I was really really hoping we were going to see Lamar in this game uh it would if it if we were going to see Lamar in this game I, I was going to have it 28-21 Bengals but now I got it like 28 to 10 Bengals <laughs> um it's it's the revenge tour for Joey B, man. Joey Ice, Joey Burr, uh, no what Lamar. What do you mean revenge game? Revenge it's, on what? It's a revenge tour, not game. It's the revenge tour for him. It's uh, it's it's the it's the it's the tour for Joe Burrow. Just and the Bengals. Just just trust me. Just just you know, 
revenge tour for last year, man. And the the lack of offense that the Ravens going to have is going to be a big factor in why they lose this game. Yeah, quarterback, no Lamar. They're going to see why they need to pay the man. So, Well, they should already see that, but this this game's I don't see any reason why this game's not going to be exactly like last week. Like it's almost like can we just copy and paste that and and say like that was the ball game? Like without Lamar, the the Ravens just can't do anything on offense. I got Bengals 27-10. If Lamar played, I was ready to go Ravens in an upset. An upset over my best team in the power rankings because of the power of divisional matchups and just the sport of football and upsets being able to happen. But without Lamar, I'm not even going to think about going off that ledge. Bengals struggle for a little bit to put touchdowns on the board because the Ravens defense is still very good. But regardless, they do enough to where they put up 27 and they win by just barely over two scores and never really sweat. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's pretty close there. I got them 28 to 10. You got them 27 to 10, so... Get out of my head. We're pretty, we're on the same page everywhere, dude. We won't be we're soon. on the same page. Yeah, I know. But, um, cause we got the Monday, the Monday night playoff game this week, which is weak. The Monday night playoff game is weak. Can we just talk about how ridiculous it is that they have Monday night football in the playoffs? I think that's, I think that's a total disservice to both of those teams. And it's, it's, it's just such a blatant money grab by the NFL to have another standalone game on ESPN and, and, you know, having Joe Buck and Troy Aikman call the game and the big ticket items with Brady and, and the Dallas Cowboys. And I, I hate it. I hate that money grab. I think it's, it's bad for competition. It's a bad look across the board. Yeah. It's you've said it huge money grab, big stars, big names, you know, gotta watch it. It's Tom Brady, you know, could be his last ride, you know, but it's, it's annoying. I don't, I don't like it. Not a, not a big fan of it. It's like I said, Monday night playoff game week, it, it, big money grab. That being said, I'm going to watch the hell out of that game. <laughs> uh, me too. <laughs> um, who's who, who, who's your pick though? Who, who I know who you probably got, but who, who you got? Well, I'm going to go against the team that won the week one matchup between these two squads. I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys. I am taking them this week. And reason being is the Buccaneers can't run the ball. And how do you beat the Cowboys? You run the ball and you slow down that dynamic pass rush. You slow down. Uh, what Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons on the edges over there, and you don't throw up jump balls to Trayvon Diggs and company. You got to run the ball to set the tone against that defense so they can't pin their ears back. But no, Tom Brady set the, or he broke his own record this year for most pass attempts, and I want to say completions too, but I know for sure attempts within a single season, a record he set last year because the Buccaneers can't run the ball. And that being said, Cowboys have been off on offense, but I think this is the week where they get it back clicking. I think this is the right thing for them is that they don't have the huge expectations going into this game. I think the Cowboys come out victorious, and I think they just outclass the Buccaneers and show the Buccaneers off as being that that only sub-500 team in the playoffs, that 8-9 and nine team. Cowboys, 31-20. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Our first disagreement. <laughs> um, 
this was the the second hardest game for me to pick because like you said the bucks have no run game um but Dak stinks <laughs> he stinks he could be the sole reason why they lose games but he can win them games but you know the cowboys can be here to prove themselves um but i i, I got the bucks 23 to 20 um can't bet against Brady in the playoffs. You cannot bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs. The, the game will be tied with two to three minutes left in the game, and Brady will come down and send the Bucks to round two. It, it's it's the story. It's going to happen. Mark my words. Play the tape. Two minutes, two to three minutes left in the game, tie game, or they're down. Brady comes down, sends them to round two. Monday night football, they win by three. Is it Brady's last ride? Is it Brady's last playoff ride? Is it Brady's last ride in general? He's never lost to the Cowboys, and I don't see it happening on Monday. It's his last ride for the Buccaneers, <laughs> not his last ride in the league. Yeah, that's – we'll see. Um, we see. He's not going to retire, no, but there's just all this all this last ride talk. You know, they want to hype it up. You know, could this be the last we see Tom Brady in the playoffs? Could it be the last we see him in the league? Could it, Is he going back to the Patriots? Is he going to play for the 49ers? You know, there's just – once again, this off, this there's just so much talk about what Tom Brady's move is going to be in the offseason. And uh, I just – it's it's just – it's the story, man. There, there's no way he's a first-round exit this year. Uh, I got the Bucks 23-20. And like you said, he – He's got he, – he throws like 50 times a game. So, like I said, it was the second hardest game for me to pick because both of these teams, I have no faith in either of them. But I do have, have faith in Tom Brady. I don't like the guy. You know I hate Tom Brady. But I, I won't bet against him in the playoffs. I just won't. Well, that game is literally going to be the entire determining factor on – who is more right than the other between you and me for this wild card weekend. So we've got a lot riding on that game, I guess, as far as our, our personal, uh, let's not say wagers, uh, competition. We don't bet money against each other. Let's just make that clear. (laughs) And when we do, I normally lose. So, yeah. So we just, we don't, we don't go that route. I'm a nice friend. I don't want to take Joe's money. You know, you just want to bag on the Packers. Yeah. That's, that's all that, that is me taking your money. Bagging how bad the Packers are, and you know, always will be, and always have been. And okay, let's talk about right. the playoff here. Um, so yeah, we're we're pretty much like in sync, uh, with with playoff picks. Like you said, that the only disagreement we have is Cowboys Bucks, and I think you're just taking the safe route because you don't want to be wrong. I think you're just taking the better better team, just because you want to be right, which is fine. You know, I what? respect it. But you know, it just how is that the safe bet? The Cowboys have been bad the last couple weeks, and Tom Brady's on the other end. It's it's the safe bet. You know, the Cowboys got all these stars, they got all this power, they got on the helmets. The the Bucks, yeah, it's just it's it's fine. It's fine. Safe fine that I'll be right. It's fine. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Well. Fine. Well, beyond wild card, you know, again, we're going to see with our one disagreement there how it fares out. We'll see how we do across the board outside of that. Honestly, uh, a good amount of these games didn't turn out to be as great as I was hoping the matchups would be, you know, with the 
you know, Niners Seahawks, uh, as a football fan, I feel like a lot of people could make this argument. Obviously I would, but Niners Packers would have been a fun one. You know, Bengals Ravens, if Lamar was playing would be a great matchup. Bills Dolphins would be good if Tua was playing. So, you know, we definitely lost some of the, some of the shine on these games, still some, some good games there, but I really think it's going to be, you know, divisional round and beyond where we really see the most shakeup that that's where we're going to see the most interesting games. I I really wish that as you call him Bakey boy would have, would have beat the Seahawks because I think that the lions and the Niners would have been such a great game. Nobody wants to see the Packers and the Niners. I'm sorry. You guys would have got dominated. But I'm not going to bag on the Packers. What do you anymore. mean? You've been doing I'm it on gonna, and off for <laughs> an hour. I'm not going to bag on them anymore because um, I can't really talk. You know, my Steelers are sitting home on the couch too. But um, let's just let's see how different and let's see what we, we got for, for the Super Bowl. That's another pick that I'm hoping and I think is going to be very different between the two of us. And What, what do you think about – before getting to the bowl, what do you think about giving our final four? Like we don't have to go game by game in the divisional round and beyond, but maybe we just give who's in our final four. Um, go ahead. Let's do it. Okay. What side of the bracket you want to start on? Let's let's start with the let's start with the AFC. AFC. Ooh, you're gonna be you're gonna be kind of shocked. Would you like me to go? I'm waiting. I, I I'm 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 clenching Clenching everything. I'm ready to hear it. Clenching your cheeks. <laughs> All right. All right. Get ready for this one. Hold on to your butts because I've got the the Buffalo Bills. That's not a huge, bold take. They are the, the two seed after all, but I've got them hosting. Yes, hosting. Not in a neutral site. I've got the Bills hosting the Chargers who got to the round by upsetting the Chiefs in part three of their matchups this year. Like that's what nightmares are made of for when they're two teams built to fight each other. I've got bills chargers as my teams in the conference championship. And then the bills take it. Cause they are simply just the more elite team. But that is my bomb drop for the AFC. The, the, the oh, yeah. bills chargers. I don't think you're going to have either of them. I have, I have, I, I don't, I have neither of them. Um, I got very, very, how do I say it? It's bold, I would say. Because um, what, who, who are, we had Chargers, Cincy, and Buffalo. Okay. Cincinnati is in my final four. Easily. Definitely. 100%. And I got them playing the Chiefs. You know? Um, there's no... I I guess I can see it, right? Your Chargers, oh, they beat the Chiefs. You know, it's it's always a shootout with them, which is weird. Um, but, uh, you know, first round by Kansas City. They make it to the to my final four, and then Cincinnati's going to beat Buffalo, hundred percent for sure in my eyes. Um, so I got a Cincinnati, Kansas City rematch from last year in my final four for the AFC, final two for the AFC. I'm sorry. And then I already know who you're picking to win. Well, we're not talking about that right now. We're gonna go. 
we're gonna go over to to the NFC and we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll make our Super Bowl picks, but but uh, unless you want to talk about it right now, we can talk about it right now. Oh, I was saying who you have winning the AFC Championship between Bengals Chiefs. Yeah, you you wanna you wanna just dive into that too. Yeah, I mean, I gave I I, I gave my Bills pick right there, and you kind of just like laughed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you you went you way to play the safe route, Drake, picking the the two favorites to, oh, to make it that far. Oh no! Well, I just thought we were gonna gonna save you know our Super Bowl picks for the next discussion. But if you know, so I got I got Chiefs Cincinnati right rematch of last year, and oh man, I already know who my pick is, but like, you think I want to play it safe, right? There's no way it's gonna be a, re- a a a a re a repeat of of last year. I got Cincinnati playing in the Super Bowl again, and I got them upsetting the Chiefs. I got them upsetting the Bills. Got them upsetting the Chiefs, and I got I got Joe Burrow playing in, in Super Bowl Fifty Seven yet again. Well, they are at the top of my power ranking, so I'm not saying they're they can't get there. Um, so mine is just more so of a it's me going out on a limb and it's, it's a lot of more of the feel of things as opposed to the actual analysis. So I, I, I can't bag the Bengals pick. Cause again, they're just an excellent team and you know, Joe Burrow's an excellent quarterback. So I hear you there, especially, you know, with that rematch and that would be on a neutral site. So that would be, that would definitely be interesting. Yeah. Um, it's, I just got to go with it. You know, I, I like Joe Burrow. I, you know, being a Steelers fan, it's like, uh, how can you you like Cincinnati? It's not, I don't like them, but I do like Joe Burrow. I like Jamar Chase. I like Joe Mixon. Um, so, well, I hope just, you enjoy him a respect. lot. I hope you enjoy him a lot because you'll be watching him for the next ten years, twice a yeah. uh, twice a year. Yeah, definitely. But I'm not gonna be liking that. You know, they're gonna win the division next year, maybe the year after that. But after that, see what's time, baby. But all right. Let's let's talk about teams that matter. Let's go to the <laughs> NFC. Yay! You can go first here. I don't want to go first here. God. Ugh. All right. Well, I don't really know who my final four is yet for the NFC. Um, final two. Final. I keep saying final four. I don't know who my final two is yet. Um, I know one of them, and that's San Francisco 49ers. Uh, mm. They're definitely my final two. And then. Ah, Philadelphia Eagles, final two. Um, San Francisco, Philadelphia. And then between that, I got San Francisco going to the Super Bowl, playing Cincinnati. Uh, George Kittle said they're going to be there again. And I think this is the year that they're going to be there again. I think um, I just feel like they're the best team in the NFC. And it can happen, but I don't see them getting knocked out by the likes of Dallas, as as you would say, since you picked Dallas and I picked Tampa Bay, I don't see him getting knocked out by Tampa Bay either. So, um, and if somehow Minnesota wins, I don't do not see them getting knocked out by Minnesota. So, uh, I got the Niners in my final two, and I got Philadelphia in my final two, and then I got uh, Brock Purdy going to the Super Bowl. Drake. Congratulations. You just made a fantastic take because I couldn't agree more. Philly and San Francisco, they're the they're the class of the the NFC with the way we've got things breaking down. The the Eagles would play the Giants for the both, you know, the way that both of us predicted that and I think that's that's 
pretty a pretty safe one for for the Eagles there and the Niners like you kind of said like whether it's Dallas or Tampa Bay I'm, I'm I'd pick the Niners and you know I, I thought really hard between Eagles Niners as far as how that would play out and you know I would I would really have to lean towards you know defensive player of the year Nick Bosa and company and that defense for what they and and their coordinator D'Amico Ryan's, who again is just so excellent, can't say it enough. What they would put together as a game plan against Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, I would give them winning a tight game. I, I give that nod to to Brock Purdy, Kyle Shanahan, Debo Samuel, the whole nine there for the Forty Nine ers to make it back to the Super Bowl. God, you are such a twenty three year old dad, dude. Those are just coming at the like at the <laughs> right time. I yeah, don't for these at all. Oh uh, yeah, okay. Probably got them written down, but I don't want to hear it. Notes. <laughs> um. So you got the 49ers in Buffalo, yeah, and I've got the 49ers and the Bengals. So we both have the 49ers. We got different AFC teams, but uh, who do you have taking the taking the Lombardi this year? Before I give my pick, just think about how cool that matchup be, would be from a geographical standpoint, Niners versus bills. Talk about coast to coast. Like those are about as opposites as they could be, you know, Buffalo, New York versus uh, San Francisco, California. That's pretty cool. Obviously very op- polar opposites from, a, you know, when you think about fan bases, like, you know, what are people in Buffalo like versus, you know, California. So that's, that's one thing that's cool. And just the stylistic differences of those teams, you know, the bills are carried by, by Josh Allen in, in a lot of ways on offense and in a, you know, a couple of excellent receivers and, you know, some big names on defense and, you know, the Niners are just a really well built and tough team across the board. So just so many stylistic differences there. I go with the bills. I'm, I'm loving the bills energy. I, I really feel like they're going to come together that like everything that unfortunately happened, you know, the, the last couple of weeks here and, and thank God again that, you know, uh, DeMar Hamlin has pulled through and, and things are really looking up, but that is something that can bring a locker room and a team closer together. And I really see them just going on an absolute tear here, winning the Super Bowl, beating the Niners. I got a score of penciled in, you know, obviously that's just like throwing darts, but 30 to 20 Buffalo bills, Josh Allen, Super Bowl MVP, and he finally lives up to the crown that people wanted to give him. I mean, I wouldn't be upset with that. You know, that's, that's a good take, solid take. Um, I'm a little, like, like I'm a little different here. You know, we both have our AFC team winning. I do have, I have Bengals Niners Super Bowl, and I, I do have the Bengals uh, winning that. Um, it's just I think Joe Burrow is going to find a way to win this year. You know, they fixed their line. Their defense is playing well. Their offense is, is just as explosive and just as dangerous, if not, you know, better. It's it's going to be Joe Burrow's second time around. And I think Purdy, he, he's going to bring him there, um, which is going to be solid for, for what his name is and what he's going to be doing for himself. But I just don't think he's going to do enough. So I got the Bengals winning 28-23. Like I said, you know, it's just my, my pick is the Bengals. It's, it, I can't. I don't know why, but something in me isn't letting me bet or pick against them. I just I see it, and I'm not mad or or anything about your your Buffalo pick. It's a solid pick, like you said, and I said it earlier. They've got they've got something to play for, but if if I see a team beating them, 
it's Cincinnati. And if Cincinnati doesn't beat them, I definitely am with you. And I see Buffalo going all the way. So um, I guess we'll just we'll see what happens there. We both have our AFC team winning and we both have the Niners in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, it's it's different, but we're pretty on freaking pace for these for playoffs and player awards and and everything with how much we disagree is it's it's crazy to me we we're pretty even with the the power rankings too so yeah it seems like we've just been talking to each other too much <laughs> well stop talking to me then i'll talk to you on, on on wednesday nights yeah and then we could just join the podcast instead of saying what's up to the crowd we'll just talk to each other catch up and everything <laughs> but but yeah it's um it's it's pretty I'm glad you came to see reason this week. You actually, you know, brought some good stuff. Get out of here. You, you, you went all safe picks. I don't want to hear it. I went all safe picks. I have the chargers in the AFC championship. That's just because you like Justin Herbert for some reason. You're I do. a big Justin Herbert guy. So you, it's like you have, you were just waiting for him to make the playoffs. So you can pick him to win the Super Bowl or be in the AFC championship. Yes, that's what I stay up at night thinking about. Definitely is, and and I just I'm 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 really shy. Like personally, I thought you were gonna have him in the Super Bowl, and I was ready. I came ready to tear really? that down. Yeah, really. Wow. Yeah. Tell me, no. tell me, you they have flaws. Yeah, but like I want to believe in them, but I, they can upset the Chiefs. I don't think they can upset the bills or I don't even see them beating the Bengals either in a playoff game. Like they have to match up with the chiefs really, in my opinion, to, to have a chance to get that far. Cause they are such a flawed team. You know, like they have a lot of really good things, especially when they're healthy, but at the end of the day, they're just not an elite team that can, you know, go beat the Jags at Jacksonville, then the chiefs at Kansas city, then the bills or Bengals in Ohio or New York. Like they just can't do three in a row like that. They're just, they're not there yet, but this would be a huge step for them. So neither of us had the chiefs in the Super Bowl at all, um, which is crazy to me, given that we had, we both have Patrick Mahomes as MVP and we both know what, what the chiefs can do. Uh, so I just kind of want to hear your standpoint, especially since the Chiefs are the overall percentage and and Vegas favorite to to win the Super Bowl. They're they're definitely by a landslide. It's like twelve more percent than to win the AFC. So I kind of just want to hear your your standpoint on why you don't think the Chiefs will be there, and I want to hear it as besides. Because I have to pick the Chargers. Um, so I would say, why aren't the Chiefs in my AFC Championship even, or or the Super Bowl? You know, beyond that, like you know, I have them listed as a as a top three team on my power rankings. I had them right at three, and they are an excellent team. But what else are they? They're they're sloppy and and they're cocky as well. And I think that in a lot of ways, they would likely be overlooking the chargers and looking towards a rematch against bills Bengals, thinking about, Oh man, we've got to play at a neutral site. Kind of just thinking about all the wrong things. So that's, that's a lot of my reasoning there. Plus, you know, kind of what I mentioned as far as the, you know, chargers, it's hard to beat a team three times in one year, especially if those teams are like on a similar playing field. Like obviously the chiefs are a better team, but 
you know, when, when the grudge match meets part three, oftentimes the, the one who's down 2-0, you know, gets the last laugh. So it's not like they don't have the players. Like they certainly have the horses in play and they can make a run. And, and, and you know, obviously they've got the MVP, but when it comes to winning MVP, do they, they, you don't win the Super Bowl with, with the MVP. Like that hasn't happened in, I want to say 20 something years where someone did those two things in the same season. So that's some of what I think, you know, I wouldn't be shocked to see them get further and, and maybe make it perhaps win it, but they're, they're not the team that I have going there. They're, they're just not. I just, I think you, you said everything best. Um, I can't really say much besides the reason I don't have them. And it's just simply because I think that, you know, you have, you have Patrick, you have the best player in football, right? But I think when you, when you match up with, with the Bengals and, you know, crucify me for saying it, but I just think the Bengals are a better overall team. Um, And I want to say the Bengals are like, they won like eight straight, I think. Uh, I'd I'd have to to fact check it, but I it's believe like that. I believe they they've won like eight straight, and I think they're just one of the the hottest teams going in, and and that's that's why I just I I have them, you know, beating the Chargers, but I don't I don't have them getting past the the Bengals. So, but yeah, I just wanted to know why why your stance on why neither of us had the had the Chiefs in there and. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think we're I think we're on the same pace there, but you know, obviously we'll we'll see. You know, playoff Mahomes might make us both look dumb, but at least at this point, that's our picks for for this week and and a little sneak peek into how we see things unfolding. And I'm gonna keep my original picks here that I have round by round, see what I go overall. But uh, first off, I want to see the Cowboys win Monday night, so I at least win the wild card round between us. Yeah, definitely. And then um, next week we'll get into to a little bit of divisional rounds. We'll see if our our Super Bowl picks and our our wild card picks are are still alive, and or see how we do. And buster. Definitely, you know, not a little bit of January madness got got going on or or whatever. But definitely, uh, the only difference we had was was that Monday night game. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, I just as long as as my my pick to win the Super Bowl is there and my my bracket doesn't get busted then then I'm good so um we'll we'll see for the divisional round and we'll see what we got so all right I think that wraps it up for today yeah definitely uh make sure you if you if you enjoyed the listen give give the podcast a, a little subscribe so you can you can listen to us every week, uh, and and we'll be back here next week to talk about the divisional round, talk about some, some hopefully some some upsets, and hopefully we're wrong. You know, I do I do like being wrong sometimes because you know I want to see see some upsets. So well, you're in luck. Let's stop. You're in luck because the Cowboys are gonna win. Stop. Let's just stop. Let's. <laughs> I you know what? I want Miami to beat Buffalo. So oh, that that'll that would be, be a some, shock. That would be some stuff, man. That would be some stuff. So, but Don't yeah, be a um, hater. <laughs> if you if you enjoyed listening, you know, check us out next week. We'll be back and um, follow us on uh, Instagram too. Yes, it's on Instagram. So, um, well, I'm Big Draco, and and I'll talk to you guys next week.
Yes, sir. Thanks again, Drake. Another great episode. This is Joe signing off, and we'll we'll give you another another good show next week too.